Hey guys, welcome back to Turn Up to Eleven. Saving here. Just want to give you a, a quick little message beforehand. Um, I just want to uh, give everyone a big shout out that supported us so far, because um, we've got some really good feedback. And we've been getting some really nice messages. So uh, I just want to give a big shout out to everyone that has messaged us and contacted us about their feedback. Really appreciate it. Me, Dave and Steph, it, it, it makes it all worthwhile. Um, so yeah, big shout out to you. If you're new to the podcast, give us a listen, give us a like, if you like it, of course. Um, give us a review and stuff. Tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. Um, it'll be uh, much appreciated because uh, it, it's all that matters in this in this podcasting world, isn't it, really? Um but yeah, well, I'm glad we're uh, we're glad we're getting music out there that people uh, people are enjoying. Um, on that note, if you're in a band or a singer, songwriter, producer, DJ, anything like that, and you want to talk about um, talk about your craft, then give us a shout. Go to um, facebook.com forward slash Turn Up to Eleven podcast, or uh, you can email me directly at sabin at turnuptoeleven.co.uk. We'll have a chat and uh, see if we can get you on and um, share your music. Right, now I've got all that out of the way with. Um, this uh, episode, we're going to be talking to um, Biddy Ronell and uh, Stu the Wizard McGrew. Uh, we're going to be talking all about their uh, the material that they're bringing out at the minute um, in the uh, alt-country uh, genre. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, you, need, you really need to go and give them a listen. They've had a number one hit um, in the uh, UK country charts with Aftershocks. They're... Um, They've done a really good song called uh, "Let the Music Play" for a charity supporting all musicians. That I strongly recommend you go and uh, you go and download and help support these musicians in this uh, this stupid time that we're in right now because they need all the support they can get. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, enough of uh, enough of me rambling on. Um, I'll uh, hand you over to the interview. So yeah, stay safe, people. Much love. So yeah, we're going to move straight into it. So we've got uh, we've got Biddy Renal with us. Hello. How are you doing, Biddy? How are you? Are we right? <laughs> I think we're fine, yeah. Yeah? We've got <laughs> Who knows at the moment? <laughs> you don't know. And we've got Stu with you as well, haven't you? Stu, Stu McGrew. That's it, mate. Yeah, hello. How are we? I'm all right, mate. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm good. I'm just plodding on. <laughs> as well as can be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how, how, have, um, how are you guys uh, coping with this uh, this mentality in, in this ridiculousness that we've got going on at the minute? Most well, I was doing all right until yesterday, and I think I had a proper wobble yesterday, and I was like, "What's going on?" And then I was reading up about the six-month sort of thing. So I think we're about six months into lockdown-ish. I don't yeah. know, probably further than that. And apparently, it hits people around then. And I was like, "Ah, oh, that's, that's been me yesterday. Today's been fine though, because we've been in the studio and it feels normal-ish." Yeah, it's been, quite, it's been quite all interesting for me. I I think I lost it about. I don't know about a month ago. Before lockdown, it just, it, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, just all, it, it sort of all got to me then. Yeah, and worked for six months, and uh, yeah, we've been doing a little bit of recording here and there. But it's not the same as actually getting out and gigging, and yeah. actually, you know. So, uh, so it got to me a little bit there, and about a week, maybe four or five days or whatever, of just being really depressed and just sort of going, "Oh, what am I going to do?" And now I've had to go and get a normal job, <laughs> which is <laughs> on Saturday, this Saturday, yeah. which. Uh, Getting up at six o'clock in the morning, you know, that's going to be interesting. Or actually getting up early and that to start at six in the morning, that's... uh, It's going to be a bit of a shock to the system. It is, yeah, and I've I've done it in such a way that I I work Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and have Thursday and Friday to do other bits, you know, sort of a bit of music stuff or whatever, so... uh, A bit different to the musician life at waking up at the crack of noon. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That's the the hardest thing. (laughs) For me, I don't know about you, but I've been... Yeah, as a as a touring musician and stuff, all pretty well. Twenty years, so my body clock is basically night time. That was like <laughs> the time we were getting in, I guess, like four, five, six a.m. Yeah, sleep till three, then do whatever shows next. 
<laughs> so it's going to take a bit of getting used to, but uh, we'll get there eventually. It's all about the money at the end of the day. We need the money, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what we're all kind of coming to realise, that everyone at kind of different stages. As soon as, as, soon as my gig went in March, I went and worked at a very popular supermarket because thankfully the, the producer of the show I was in, his wife was like quite high up and she put us all in jobs who wanted them. And then, then I found other work, and now I've gone back to teaching, which when I met Dave, I think I was teaching uh, <laughs> many years ago. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of come full circle. I've just always kind of been thankful that I've had that to go back into. It's always a nice fallback, isn't it? But that was never the plan. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> it's not a are. bad plan, though, as a plan B, is it? No, no. I, ju- I was extremely lucky in that the people I'm working with, you know, it is a performing arts college, um, and they've come out of shows like, you know, in the West End and... They've been like, you know, I won't mention shows, but they're, they're massive, massive shows that they've just packed up and left London, had to come back up to Leeds and wow. and uh, just, you know, for the foreseeable future, they're not going to be doing those musicals. Like, I'm not going to be doing theatre right anytime soon. So, it's really sad. It's, 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 it's hard, isn't it? It's, it's a fucking... It's, it, it's, it's, without putting it bluntly, it's a fucking shit time. Well, I'm glad you can <laughs> swear on this. I was going to yeah, no, say, go like, for it. you know when you're like, is it watershed stuff or can no, I swear? Like, you, you, I don't, honestly, yeah, I honestly, can, honestly there's, no bleeping, there's no bleeping there's on no this bleeping, show. It's all no out there. Just That's go fine. for it. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer that. Just, just fucking swear away, man. But I mean, it's, it's, it's good for the kids. Like, the kids are getting, like, this, this training that they would have never got if they unless they lived in London, so... Yeah. On the flip side, they've, they've got that. <laughs> if there's any jobs for them to go into in the future, who knows? I thought oh, you meant training for swearing then. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, yeah. It's good training for the Swear kids. Swear away, it's great for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we have, uh, in, uh, you had some really good news in January, didn't you? Well, it was going really well. Like, really well. Yeah. Because um, we had a, a number one EP, and then 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 we planned to do a, like a mini tour of the North, like, and then it all fell apart basically very quickly after that. Um, so yeah, we we kind of got the interest, and then it, it it we've tried to hold it. Like we've had a couple of singles out through lockdown, yeah. From what we could piece together from stuff that we'd had prior, um, but it's very hard to engage people right now. Like there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Like online streams, I think, you know, personally they've got they've lost their sheen. Everyone's done them, everyone's done them a billion times. I think to begin with they had a bit of magic to them, didn't they? But then it soon kind of wore off, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, mm. and it's like, well, where do you go from here? Cuz you can't exactly like, go out and We were the the guy that I do some other stuff with, we were doing a, a live stream every Wednesday. We did it for like 20 weeks, I think. Mm. Um and now we do a, a, a Zoom session. But yeah. uh we um We've decided we're going to do once a month now on doing a doing a Facebook live thing, and uh, so we did the first one at the beginning of this month, and they it just we didn't have as many people on, but um, that may be that they didn't really know that that's what we were going to do. Plus, we changed the day. We would normally normally have done it on a Wednesday, but we're doing it on a Thursday night now, so we don't lose our Wednesday night where we will actually get a little bit of income from what we're doing. You know, so uh, yeah, so yeah, but I think. People are still doing the streams, and I think a lot of the, uh, you know, with Facebook saying, you know, with a with load of people getting cut off because of the whole copyright stuff and that, I think that's very might have put people timed, off. isn't it? It's yeah, they don't really know what what's going to work and what doesn't, you know. So you're not be, really entirely sure how the rules of that are working at the moment because some videos seem to stay on, some seem to get pulled down. And we did, I did an intro for one of our things, and it had a little bit of the Pink Panther theme in it. Yeah, and then we got an e- a, me- a message saying uh, that it had just been muted in like 160 countries or something, but it was still fine here. What? So, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> they didn't they didn't ban the video, you know, the the stream because it was just like a 10 minute intro thing that we did mm. with about I don't know 40 seconds to a minute with that music on it, and uh, they just let it, you know, just banned it in however many countries, but it was fine here. So strange i don't know very strange i think it's just a very snap ha- happy like algorithm that's going on they just don't want to pay any rights do no. they? that's what it is yeah basically but then they offer you as an artist like uh, it's come up for me and a couple of my friends pages that if you want to monetize a stream you can do um not that i have any plans <laughs> to do that because it's hard enough to get people on a free stream but 
you want to charge them, yeah, you can go ahead and do that. Plus, they'll be annoyed when the advert comes up halfway through a song. Or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I happily strumming away and be like, "Oh, clear blue pregnancy test or something." I only say that because that's, that's, that's exactly what, what comes up on YouTube, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, fabulous. I'm thirty. Thanks for that. Something you're not telling us. <laughs> <laughs> so off the back of that then um obviously to do with the you know lack of gigs and finance and stuff you've uh, i think the new single ties into that very well the charity kind of work you're going with that you tell us a bit about that let the music play yeah mm. we came up with that hashtag and then everyone's kind of no we didn't um <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit like we saw that it was taking off that hashtag let the music play and and myself and david luke had written this song the weekend that they shut all the pubs and bars, um, which was about, you know, before the national lockdown, just like a week or two before, and myself and Dave, like, were rehearsing because I was covering for a duo gig with him, and he came around to rehearse, and then it was about 12 o'clock, they started to make the announcement, and we're like, do you want a beer? Yeah. Do you want to write a song? Well, we might as well, because there's no point in rehearsing any of the duo stuff now. So, and that's what came out of that. You and did a live stream where you performed it, though, didn't you? I yeah, that, that was the day we wrote it, and yeah. we were like, we'll do a couple of songs because here you go some of the duo stuff and here's a song we wrote and people you know they quite liked it and then we saw it was gaining momentum and we it's thought incredible. it's incredible well, <laughs> thank you we thought, well, when, we, when we got some restrictions lifted we we could come into the studio with Stuart and and lay it down and that was yeah. that and then we we hooked up with help musicians a bit like Bob Harris is doing right now um and just kind of threw any money that we got from it to them, which is not a lot as an independent artist, but it's, you know, it's got a lot of... It's the thought that counts. <laughs> yeah, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> Making no money for charity in yourself. Yay. So yes, make sure, we'll, we'll put a link to it on the on the Facebook page, but make sure you Kids. purchase to let the music play. It'll help out all the other musicians. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, help musicians, they've been... I, I got a grant off them, you know, when I was, like, struggling March, April. And I know I know plenty of people who have, and I think there there's another round coming now, mm. like a third round of stuff. So is there any musicians left? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, think, I think they've all gone back to work, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like help, it's like help the unskilled now, isn't it? Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I, went, I went for this. I went for this interview on um, Wednesday morning, and I I I pretty much expected to just see loads of people that I could just tell were musicians. <laughs> But I didn't. I didn't actually. I was surprised. There was a there was a couple of people there, but um, none of them I could go. Yeah, you're in a band. <laughs> you know. Oh, I, I fucking hope it picks up soon, man, because it's, it's starting to get fucking ridiculous now. Yes. It, it's. I, I. I hope that. Yeah. 2021 is a year. I'm, I'm thinking positive. That's that's got to be the one. But I don't everybody. Want... Everybody has to, don't they? Everybody's got to go. Right. We can. That's what's going to happen next year. I don't think it's going to be till maybe April. You know, pretty much till March, you know, March, April sort of time. I don't think if it's going to happen and we're yeah. allowed, I think it's going to be that sort of time. Yeah, I've seen that they're, they're floating around with the ideas of doing like social distancing gigs and stuff and things like that. We've spoken, it to, I've spoken about it before on previous episodes of um, like the social distancing out open air gigs where everyone's in cattle pens and everyone's mm -hmm. getting like table service and stuff like that. Or was it Frank Turner played to a gig of like 200 people? Yeah, and it was just that you know, for, for to be a musician, just to play in so little people, just to try and keep the ball rolling. People weren't allowed to cheer, were they? Yeah, and yeah, they weren't. Yeah, they weren't allowed to sing. They weren't allowed to cheer. <laughs> They've got foam hands just to put the to show their support. I'm like, it's, it's do, do you remember many many months ago they said about Manchester University like kind of cancelling clapping? They outlawed clapping in their in their student unions, and everyone <laughs> just had to like wave their hands like that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I know that's hard to see on a podcast, but I'm just waving my hand frantically. And that's basically what they ask the students to do, like at a gig. Was Maybe that's the way forward. Like everyone's just got jazz hands going on, like yeah. appreciation. Surely, <laughs> surely, if you can't cheer or anything at a gig, it's just like doing a, a Facebook Live. You finish oh, the song and it's just dead. It's kind of like Absolutely. doing a working. <laughs> Silent, like, much. Like, it's a bit like doing a working men's club in Barnsley. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've been there, I've done that. You're absolutely <laughs> <the thing. laughs> yeah. I just well, as soon as I sort of read that, it was like everyone's getting like a foam finger. It sounds like a fucking like a WWE wrestling match. Foam <laughs> <laughs> fingers from gladiators, wouldn't it? It's just, <laughs> yeah. just about to say one of the gladiators oh, is going to walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, just no. Mad. 
Yeah, I, mean, I, I hope it picks up, but I don't. I don't want it to overshadow the fact that Aftershock's got straight up there to number one. So yeah, and I, then it, it's just it's just like it's really hard. Like I, I was, uh, I think yesterday was getting me as well. Like this, the country scene in the UK is really small, really clicky, and it's kind of relentless to try and stay on the radar. Yeah, like even though you've had that, and but then you know, I don't pay for management, I don't pay for PR, etc. It's all done. Like you know, from us, um, and what you're finding more and more and more is this country gets more popular. It's it's more about the people who can afford the three thousand pounds a month on the on the PRs in London, etc. And it's it's no lie because people put it as their management email. And I'm like, check them out, and I'm like, three grand, okay, maybe not. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of like it's just wrong, isn't it? Just we did it, and then we're like, oh, it's it's great, and then. You know, it just gets swept under because we're not paying, uh, you know. I reached out to a well-known um, Americana magazine, actually, when we were doing yeah. the charity single. And there was quite a few magazines that, that did it for, you know, for free. And they were like, yeah, we'll feature it, we'll review it, etc. Um, and one particular magazine came back, like, as an offer as well, you know, for, for a review uh, with about 450 quid. <laughs> and I was what? like, oh, are you kidding me? And now every time an artist, like, shares, like, oh, I've been reviewed by a Samson magazine, I'm like, yeah, if you've got the money to, well done. <laughs> which, is, which is ridiculous because it's just somebody's opinion. That's yeah. all yeah. it is. Yeah. It's, that's fucking R- crazy. Review. And the, the yeah. prices went up. Like, if you know, if you want a quarter of a page, if you want a half a page, or if you want a full page feature. And I was like, so that's for a charity single. So God knows what anyone it else is It doesn't sound like a review. It sounds like you're buying an advert yeah, in a newspaper, doesn't it? That's, yeah. that's what it is, though. And I was like, this is, you know, one of the most genuine Americana magazines as well. And I was like, okay. Does that Maybe even guarantee it will be a good review? I mean, no. I'm sure it would no. be with yourself. But <laughs> so, so, so you'd be annoyed so, if you paid that much money and they slated you, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I did. I actually, like, when I put it on Twitter, like, I did have an artist message me, and she, you know, I've played her on, you know, because I, I have an alt country radio show that, you know, doesn't play normal country at all. And she messaged me. She's like, oh, yeah, I know exactly which magazine you're on about because they gave me a really mediocre review. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> She was like, "Can I pay the fortune? How dumb am I?" I was like, "Well, you're not dumb because everyone else is doing it." So that's fucking bonkers. So you've got the privilege of paying them money, and then at the end of it, if they don't like it, they're just going to say uh, they shit. Yeah. And then this particular magazine runs certain stages at certain festivals as well. And I was like, "Oh, I wonder how you get on them." Oh, <laughs> that's fucking ridiculous. That's, that's that's a whole new insight to me. That is. I'm getting. Do you know what? Having that radio show though, I, I'm obviously I'm hearing from PR companies more and more and more. Yeah. Landing my inbox. And there's clearly no quality control <laughs> from, <laughs> from certain like PR companies. I'm just like, what is going on? You know, and it's just suddenly I've got a certain list that I just delete straight away now. That I'm not. I'm like, well, you've sent me that much cack. The alternative should give away. Don't send me like airy fairy pop or you know songs about kittens and sunshine. That's not going to work. It feels a bit like with 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 the UK country stuff because there's not really from my opinion there's not really any big people sort of championing it championing it that word that I can't say uh, it's there like Billy said there's no quality control so people just think they can they can record something and it not be the best quality it could possibly be you know somebody might just sit in front of their laptop with Zoom or Skype or something and an acoustic guitar and sing a song or their phone for instance and then put that out i mean some of the stuff i've heard on some of the radio stations the localish radio stations have just been of uh, a live gig of a band when all you can really hear is the lead vocals and maybe a guitar because nothing else on the stage has been mic'd up mm. and then they're they're playing that on the radio or or whatever you know i was just sort of thinking well that wouldn't happen in, in any main, other genre. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't. Unless, apart from maybe singer-songwriter genre, if it's just someone yeah. on the guitar. Mm. Yeah, well, that, that's fair enough, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. We sound like we're slating it, and we're not trying, but, <laughs> you know, it's... <laughs> it just feels like people need to put a bit more effort into and mm. be, be a bit more proud of what they're putting out. You know, yeah. I, for me personally, I, I still think that even what we've done, even even with the, with the, with the, the EP and... and single the, the thrill single that went to number one as well that, <laughs> that was such a surprise because that was like pieced it, together i still from feel bit. myself that i can do much much better mm. you know my my goal is to get to like the nashville 
producers mm. and production side of their level because it's incredible. Yeah, I'll yeah. never be able to get there with what I've got. You know, they've, they've got millions and millions of pounds worth mm-hmm. of equipment uh and some of the best players in the world but it's, it's an amazing uh, aspiration though to get better when i when the production value on the things you already have to me sounds fantastic anyway yeah, you, yeah, yeah i was gonna say you say it's pieced together but fuck me so come on give yourself a bit of credit <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's why i call him the wizard and i'm like Mate. you should call this like studio the wizard studio because you know the songs i give to Stu, they're they are in pieces generally or they'll be on the piano one today that sounded like you know Billy Joel's Piano Man does not sound like Billy Joel's Piano Man anymore. Um, it literally was that as well. It, it actually was that. Oh, it's because we've been trying to put a Christmas single, like, not a single, but Christmas song down, and I've never, ever, ever tried writing oh, a Christmas you, song. Oh, you're doing Christmas. Oh, come Only on. Because we were asked by a couple of people and things to do it for charity, and, and we're doing it with another artist. I won't say names at the minute, but... Writing a Christmas song's really hard. Like, just, yeah. just, especially, especially when, when it's got not this, Christmas. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, not, it's not just that. You can't, every time, every time there's like a Christmas song playing in a fucking shop, it's always Mariah Carey or some bullshit like that. It's overly jolly. But I mean, I don't know. That's 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 a I think that's a tricky one to get into. So I'll definitely cap to you for that. I'm looking forward to listening to that. Oh, well, it won't be released as a single. I think it'll probably just appear on platforms and be like, oh, there you go. Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> it's not going to be what you think either. Is it not? <laughs> no. Now, is it, it going to be like, like are you going in a, 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 the darker side of Christmas or you, you, you go, well, sort of, yeah. I yeah? guess. That's right up my street, mate. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it started off, you know, well, I, I don't know. It started off airy-fairy. It's not airy-fairy anymore. Is it something no. that yes. would suit the, the Grinches of Christmas, like myself? <laughs> it would. It's something that I think that would suit the rockier side of Excellent. people. Yes. Oh, even better. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> so, uh, think, think the darkness, that sort of... That is my favourite Christmas song. Ah, good. Cliff my, Richard, Cliff like Richard can then. bugger off, but the Not darkness, <laughs> definitely, all day long. See, see you know what? My, my favourite Christmas song is um, Shaking Stevens, because that's Ooh, a great song. Okay. And weirdly, uh, I know the guy and his dad who did all the backing vocals on, on that stuff <laughs> as well. There you go. So he used to be in a band with him. He can't sing anymore. He's lost it. <laughs> good thing he has <laughs> the Christmas single every year then, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. My so, favourite is that Feliz Navidad. Oh, yeah. of course. Whenever so that we... comes on, it's like, yeah, and I guess Dave, you must be sticking uh, that. Yeah, living out in Lanzarote every year. <laughs> it's like the only Christmas song I hear for about four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a year for that at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine was always the Pogues fairy tale of New York because it was oh. the only true depiction of Christmas. People getting drunk and arguing. That that's <laughs> Christmas. It's not the the jolly Christmas, you know, Father Christmas and all this stuff. No, it's it's getting it's drunk. literally the only thing that's going to be this Christmas though, isn't it? It's going to be we're all going to be drunk at home arguing with yeah. the other yeah. half. Just oh, yeah, yeah we've we've all been sat inside the same house for fucking months, <laughs> just looking at each other, just like, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> just, do you want a Brussels sprout? Just shut up. Just be quiet. <laughs> I did, I did read something, actually. They said, for Christmas, uh, I can't figure out which six people to invite over for Christmas. So instead of having a funeral for my turkey. <laughs> yeah, 30 people then. <laughs> oh, God, I hope it changes, man. <laughs> well, at least we can come out to the Canaries now. That's, like, you know, Woo-hoo. a bonus. So, Dave, I might see you. We're popping over to Fort Ventura in, in January. So we'd, we'd pop over to Excellent. check out Kaz's pub. <laughs> yeah. In fact, we should just give a ruthless uh, plug for that. Treat yeah. Bar and Player Blanca in Lanzarote, owned by the lovely Kaz Davis. Oh, give it a no. shout. Great menu, great coffees. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but by the sounds of it, it's all been lifted your end, isn't it? So I think we'll all be over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Means. Although I think I just checked Ryanair's flights and it was like one hour, it was 30 quid return. The next hour, it was like 270, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the ball. <laughs> It's probably still 10 quid for the flight, but they're now charging you £230 for oxygen. (laughs) Clean air. Yeah, that's it. Rona free air. So uh, how long have you been in the business then, Biddy? How long have you been been singing and writing and has it been a a long... Writing? Not that long. Well, I say that. I started writing songs when I was a little kid, I think, like most people do. I used to go to my... I had a stepsister at the time and I'd be like singing a song. I'd be like, have you heard this song? She's like, no, she just made that up. 
I was like, yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to see if there were any good. <laughs> like, you know, if like, they were hooky. No. Um, but they're performing since about nine, 18, 19. And then uh, kind of writing since about 25. But then I only took it seriously a couple of years back when a friend of mine, David, David Luke, who you've heard the track with. Yep. He was like, these are actually really good. Do you want to put them down as like stems? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then I met Stu. Stu was doing the sound production and lighting on, on the Blues Brothers tour that I was on just as cover. for. And I was like, I'm going to go ask him. I'm going to go ask him. Will he, will he produce my tracks? I was doing David's um, album at the time. You were, yeah. Right. And you basically said, I'll produce them if they're not shit. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> and that's... Uh, it's strange that Raising Hell actually made the EP because I hated that. You hate, best, hated uh, it, yeah. Oh, that's one of my favourite ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, it's completely different now to how it was, though. That's the thing. Ah. It was very... It was very very different. It's very different. Let's leave it. Yeah, well, we did a band. Uh, did, a full, <laughs> did a full band rehearsal like a couple weeks back, didn't we? And I yeah. thought you and Dave were going to like proper start arguing about it. Because Dave obviously did the stem with me and Steve was like, oh yeah, it was so shit. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't quite say that. I just said it you was, did. I just said it was a lot slower and very boring. And then Dave like, uh, you know, took it the wrong way and I was like, okay, let's do the next song guys before, you we, know. We argued about who put what in and stuff. But. Don't matter. It's, it's how it is now, and it's it did. I, I quite enjoy it now. <laughs> quite enjoy it now. Yeah. That was but, like, uh, you know, that was a little song that I wrote in five minutes under my bed covers after a gig. I remember that, and I was like, I've never written a song like it since. And that's so annoying. Like, you know, songs that just come to you really nice and quick. Mm. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah, I think too much about yeah, it. Yeah, you said that, you said that like I know what's going on. I, I um, can't write. I couldn't write a fucking song to save me life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't either. These days. I struggle writing from scratch. I'm all right if 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 I have somebody that's like Biddy will come in with a song or whatever. We'll just sit there, but post post uh, pre production, you know, basically we'll just sit there and I'll get her to play me the song and uh, work out. I'll go, okay, well, why don't we try this in the chorus or let's change a couple of chords in that or it's what we've done on this song. Today, yeah, yeah. So. so like today we've had. We're kind of lining up the, like the ne like next year or so. I don't know when they'll be released. Obviously, the Christmas one will be around Christmas, but um, next year. Next. <laughs> next <laughs> I'm not. I don't think it would make sense this song to release it next year. Um, but then, like today, you know, we're working on a on a murder. It's not a ballad, but I keep I keep calling it a murder ballad because it is about murders. And oh, I, love, love a I think murder every ballad. I think every love good it. Americana act has a murder ballad. Yep. And then we've also been working on a drinking song. So I was like, why don't we just call the next EP songs that make you a country musician and just be done with it. Like, don't give them titles. Ticking the boxes. Say, just say, like, yeah, like, ticking the boxes. Like, this is a drinking song. This is a yeah. murder ballad. This is a Christmas yeah. song. You need, you need to listen to them in that order. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you get to the end of it, and that's the murder ballad. And we're like, sorry, guys. Last song. He's dead. Yeah. Surely it'll be drink, love. Murder, and then Christmas, and then Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Just at the end of it, I'm totally it. doing that now. Like I had all these other ideas for an EP, but no, it's gonna be a basic like you know, if it, like the front covers a cardboard box, DIY country musician, <laughs> an IKEA kind of like make your own. Type yeah. yeah. Oh my god, you could put a little like you know, a little Allen key in the box. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Wow. I like it. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> going to steal this now. now. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to try, try and it out. We'll yeah. edit it out. So what's the plan for you now? Have you, have you got, like, uh, apart from, uh, aside your the murder ballad and your you, 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 you country routine of murder, then dr no, drink murder, then Christmas, have you got any um, EPs or, um, like, an album in the works or anything like that, or...? I don't know. I know, I know, it's, I know it's, 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 a, it's a shit question to ask, really, because obviously the, 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 the way the things are at the minute, you don't really know, do you? But no, and I think, like, the way... So I've been saying this a bit to you, to Stuart today, like, you know, it's like, oh, are you going to put an album together? I was like, well, not at the moment, because the way music consumption has gone, like, it's all about the streaming, you know, even iTunes is dying out, your downloads are dying out. Um, yeah. So it's all about you know, Spotify and that want you to just keep creating content. And like I said, it's, it's the lack of content and being able to engage something new that I think is then, you know, I've noticed on 
on Facebook, say there's nearly 4,000 people that like the music page, but each post I put out maybe gets seen by up to 200, something like that. Yeah. So again, this is going back down to like having new content. So I think my plan would just be to just do a couple of singles again, yeah. see how it goes. If they go well, they can all go on an EP together or maybe, you know, an album at the end of the year. But like, oh, here you go. Just top it up with a couple of songs on iTunes. Yeah. Do you think the, the, the age, I think the age of the album's gone, I think. Yeah. I think it's I think it's sailed now. I don't think no one is interested in. I used to love getting an album and sitting there and listen, start a track one and work all the way through it. And I, I honestly think the age of the album has disappeared now because everyone's like you said, just wants content, content, content. There's such a short attention mm -hmm. span now; it's ridiculous. Yeah, and the way like Spotify works on you know your release radar is where you get those new listeners. So as soon as your release is done, if it hasn't been picked up by an editorial playlist or anything, it's it's well, it's then really hard to keep plugging it. <laughs> Yeah. Because it just disappears into all the hundreds of thousands of other tracks that are uploaded that day. So, is it better rather than releasing an album, just having an, the same amount of songs it would do on an album, but just drip feed it? Just drip feeding it, singles. yeah. Yeah, and I've yeah. noticed, like, through lockdown, there have been a couple of country artists doing that. Like, um, uh, Zoe in the UK, she's been, oh, she's from Australia, but she lives in the UK, but she's been releasing a single every month. Mm. And that wow. has, that's got her a lot of, you know, she's got on those editorial playlists because of that, because there's suddenly this, you know, the listener spikes are there constantly. So mm. then Spotify's going, ah, you're a, you're one to watch, basically. Mm. <laughs> so it's just there's no money to be made. So it's like, I just keep throwing <laughs> songs at people. There you go. Here's like another one. <laughs> little and often seems to be the best way to keep your, keep your name alive. Yeah. Good. And I mean, mm. that, and that seems to be the guidance from, you know, distributors like CD Baby and their podcasts and any other ones I've heard, like the DIY musicians, they just are like, just whatever content you've got, try and stretch it out as long as you can. It's yeah. sort of, it's, it's strange now really, isn't it? If you think about before or years ago, people would, I think more people would want to do music and put music out to become famous and to earn money. Whereas yeah. now... Mm there's not really any money in it because all the money's in touring and, and we can't tour. There's no money in sales. No, no the only money so, you like, that you're going to get from is like those sync deals or finding your song on Netflix. But it just something. goes to show that people that are still putting out music are doing it because they love doing it and want to yeah, share yeah. it with people rather than trying to make something from it, you know, rather than you know, become millionaires or whatever. <laughs> More of a genuine nature back into the industry though, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Brings the meaning back. The good thing about country is, I think, as well, is that, and I've said it for a while, is that a lot of people now are crying out for real musicians playing instruments again. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. Rather than, you know, without offending anybody, is so many people that go to college, learn how to use Logic with a MacBook and can't actually play any instruments. You know, there's so many adverts that go, oh, use this bit of software to work out chord progressions or, you know, I can't play anything, but this is what I've created, you know, and, and it's, I mean, I'm not a keyboard player. I can't, I can play basic chords. Um, any stuff that we do for Biddy's album or, or anybody else's stuff that I do for that, I get proper, uh, get session guys in to come and, and play on it that know their craft, you know. Yeah. Um, the advancement of technology is making it easier for musicians to become more lazy in a way. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to learn that much of your craft because this button does it right here, <laughs> you know, so it's, but there's so many, so many people I think are just crying out for, for real, I don't want to say real music, because all music's real music, but, you know, real musicians playing instruments. Yeah. Because I think you get a better vibe off it from that. It's all very well. I mean, I've, I've DJed for, for years as well, but you get more of a buzz if you're playing in a band and enjoying that feeling with other musicians on stage than if you're a DJ and you're stood up there on your own and... I mean, I've never played DJ in front of in front of thousands of people, but you know, but mm. it's that's it's a lonely life. I know, I've, from when I've DJed in clubs and stuff, it's a lonely life doing that. You you don't really uh, experience that feeling with anybody else, really, mm. or unless you've got your mate there, you can sort of go, oh yeah, do you remember that? But if mm. you're on stage with a group of people, you, you can interact. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, and I think I think a lot of people miss that. They're so. definitely going to miss it as soon as we come out of this stuff, though, aren't they? I think we're going to. I think <laughs> it's going to get 
massive. I think the music, Honestly, once once all this comes back, it's just there's going to be so much of it I'm, for everybody. I'm fucking chomping at the bit, mate. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I miss it. I, it it's. It's. I, there's. I'm not. I know fully well. I'm not the only person that's just sitting here scratching at your fucking door, just waiting to go to a gig. I don't give a fuck what it is. Live music. I need it. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? And, and I can imagine that. I'm hoping that obviously whatever happens in the next twelve months or fucking twenty months or whatever happens, that that that's it's gonna be, it's gonna be massive and it's gonna. The moment it's out. allowed again, I think not only is are people gonna rush to live gigs more than yeah. they ever have before, but they might actually enjoy it just that much more. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think the, yeah, yeah, the appreciation is definitely gonna go up tenfold. Easy. I, the I, only um, the only thing that worries me a little bit is that venues obviously haven't got the money to pay what yeah. they should be for the acts. Yeah. And you're going to get, I think you're going to get a lot of undercutting. A lot of music, a lot of bands or acts that aren't quite as good basically taking but, all the work because they're prepared to go out for less money. I mean, yeah. it was happening. happening well, it was already happening, before, happening, to be honest. But, but <laughs> I think it's going to be more of a case now, unless the better acts, you know, like like what, what Biddy and I were both doing in, in our own things, are prepared to go out for less money. I but think then, it's a shame that the, the industry doesn't unite itself because the moment a, a portion of that industry starts charging less and just taking mm. a pay cut just to get the work, the whole actual average price that a venue yeah. expects to pay just comes down. And yeah. then they undercut them, and then they undercut them, and then before you know it, nobody earns anything. Exactly. So everybody needs to unite as musicians and keep their price where it should be and what you deserve. Yeah, definitely. You would hope, but... <laughs> well, we'll see. The world, is it? <laughs> we'll see. No, I definitely agree that uh, it's going to get once everything can come back to normal. There'll be a massive boom of it. Everybody will go out, you know, clubs yeah. and, and bars will have DJs and stuff with bands and everything. It's just going to they're going to be rammed until you know for like six months or so, and then people will start getting used to it again and go. Well, it will still be busy, but it will gradually start to wear off. I think the first first mm. few months. It's just going to be ridiculous. I mean, look yeah. at when when they first opened the pubs again. Look at how busy that was, just because people couldn't go to the to the pub for what was it a month or whatever it was. Yeah, you know, it will be like that again. You'll with, have the mad with, rush, uh, and then the novelty will wear off, and normal yeah, life will resume. Yeah, again. that's what I think will happen yeah. anyway. But uh, and those Facebook memes of support your local bands oh, will come back around back. Facebook. <laughs> 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 but it'd be great for us all to get out. Because that's what we want to do, you know. We're we're there to entertain because we we love doing it, and that's. Uh, it's just it's saying that about wanting to get out. I think that's that's what really got to me yesterday. Cause I was just going between work, I was going home because you've got a duty, like as a teacher, to sort of try and not to go out, etc. And that half term, I'm on half term now, um, and I was like just saying to the other half, I was like, need to go out, need to do something tomorrow night. And the we have a local music venue. In, I'm from Chesterfield. And it's the county. Uh, and they always have live gigs Friday, Saturday, but they've not through any fault of their own. Uh, they've had the bands cancel because there's been like COVID complications just sadly between all the bands that we're going to play. Um, so I was like, do you know what? Sod it. We'll still go down tomorrow night because they do do food. And yeah, your background music is, you know, all your rock music, classic rock. And I was like, it's just a bit different. I just want to go and have, you know, a couple of whiskeys and cocktails and filthy Americana food and listen to rock <laughs> songs somewhere other than my home or in the studio and you know all I get at school is musical theatre so it's like <laughs> <laughs> just give me something to that's do that's torture enough in itself <laughs> so you give me musical theatre for that long I'll need a whiskey <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I think it's just breaking up like and you know I'm hoping my my ear doesn't go to tier three but it's all looking like it's gonna go I don't know make the most of it while we can but normally on half term, I'd probably be in Lanzarote, but um, that's not the case this time. <laughs> <laughs> we, were there this, we were there this time last year, so on a girl's holiday. It was Kaz's birthday, and uh, yeah, not quite the same this year. I was very drunk that time I met you then. I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember it. That there, that there, that neither there do I. I don't remember you <laughs> being there that night, so there you go. <laughs> best, best way to be, isn't it? I think that's, that's the only time we saw you through the holiday as well. It was our home. I don't know. I was going to ask you about this. Uh, I read um, about the ISSA. Are you up for nomination? I was. Um <laughs> Uh, so, again, you get a little bit, I don't know, disenchanted. I love that word. Disenchanted with 
these these songwriting etc competition not that i was ever expecting to win but again the quality of some of the winners was like what the heck oh really um yeah I, I, some of them like were great but uh, just and the same as you know other awards shows that have come and gone and you know, you might have had a nominator or weren't nominated at all, but you're kind of looking through and going, there are so many other people, like, on that list mm. who should have walked away with that or, mm. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just remember, I remember listening to the, the, one of the, one of the, one of the, I think it was one of the female winners, whatever category I was in, and uh, thinking, <laughs> what the hell? Um, <laughs> it was just, it was just basically, like, we're going back to that, you know, someone using logic in a in a room in america and coming up with a very 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 basic country song and i was like well pff, fine <laughs> yeah, yeah. so i was just like no i'm not even gonna but look at any of these awards of next it's year it's just people's opinions isn't it that's the, yeah. it's the it's that whole for me all awards stuff really is just like that unless it's actually um, a grammy <laughs> well you know <laughs> voted for by people that yeah, like the general public or whatever, they're voting for it. The the people, the actual fans, if you like. Yeah, but and there's none of them really. It's that about. whole X factor mentality where you go up and you sit in front of three or four people, and I, I just, if it was me, I would never do it. But if it, I just stand there and go, well, what actually the fuck do you know about what I'm doing? Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like being told you can't <laughs> sing by Cheryl Cole. I don't know, I think I just said next year I'm not even going to look at any of these nominations or whatever comes up, yeah, okay, fine, but I'm not going to put it on my socials or on anything, because it's mm. just like, you know, just as soon as you... be nominated, but not going to think too much into uh, yeah, it. Yeah, and as soon as you don't win, people are like, oh, what happened there? It's like, <laughs> well, I could tell you, but you can go listen for yourself if you want to. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds so bitter sometimes, like, I'm not bitter. It just it is a relentless industry, I think. It's so relentless and just... I'm bitter. Right. I'm bitter about the people that get get where they are for doing gall instead of working their arse off. That's know. it, Stu. Get on that fucking there soap. There we go. Get, get on that soapbox, son. Come on. The, the people... Yeah, I've, the people, I've had friends come up to me and said, oh, I, I really want to go out and I really want to sing. I'm going to go on X Factor. And I'm like, if you want to sing, don't go on that. Go and learn your trade first. Go and tour pubs. Absolutely. Tour the country and learn your trade. And then if you still feel like you want to go on it, go on it. I had a mate. I've got a mate um, who I went had on. one mate. No. <laughs> I had a mate. You went on X Factor. We're not friends anymore. Well, no, actually. He, um, he, he, he was doing like pubs just as a, as a singer uh, to track and that. Doing pubs, uh, working men's clubs and all that sort of thing. And he went on, uh, what was it before it became X Factor? Pop Idol. Pop Idol. And he got through to uh, Sharon Osbourne's house thing where they all go to, you know, he got through to that. Um, but when he went in, he said to me, what do you reckon they're going to say? I said that you're just like a, a cheesy cabaret act, basically. He went, all right. And that's exactly what they said to him. Because he went in and he did Mustang Sally. <laughs> wow. Oh, and no. then... <laughs> And then he did. Never I think, heard that song. I think before. Simon Cowell went to him. Uh, <laughs> I think Simon Cowell went to him. Well, you're just a one-trick wonder. What else can you do? And so he did like Waterloo or something by Abbott. But he's got a very. He's a Welsh guy. He's got a very sort of strong Welsh accent and a, a, a gravelly voice. I want to say. Mm. Uh, but he got through to the to the Sharon Osbourne bit, and that was that was it. He didn't get anywhere. You can get past a that. gig poster now, though, can't it? As seen on. Yeah. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I yeah. see that every time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he, uh, then he started a, a band called Funky Monkey, and just ended up still now. They're they're not really touring now, but they were just doing like the holiday camps and stuff, like Park Dean Resorts and, and those sort of places, you know, Buckingham. He's uh, money though. So. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it helps that he's. Uh, it helps that he's shagging the bird that books all the pants. <laughs> 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 bit handy isn't it <laughs> yeah, yeah that everyone share this now <laughs> yeah that definitely helps <laughs> so he knows how to get to work i feel like steph really wants to say something I'm Sorry, like <laughs> no i was just gonna say because it's um i know you said you're not you know you're not bothered about obviously the nominations and all that because you actually care about the music you produce and, and the songs you write sounds and awful I, <laughs> No, but it no, but it's the best way to be because for me, I go for depth. So it's not just in the music, but in the lyrics as well. I mean, one of your songs, "Raising Hell," 
absolutely love it. There's a lot of depth in there. There's a lot of emotion in there, and you you don't get that these days. And um, it, I mean, obviously, you can take your own um, inspiration from the song, and you know, decide what it means for you. But do you just do you write from your perspective, or do you, do you write from other people's as well? Like, do you take your own stories and use it, or some of them are my own. Raising Hell, to an extent, is my own. Um, okay. Obviously, me and my brother didn't end up doing like really, really bad things. We're just like, <laughs> okay, maybe rebellious teenage, early twenties phase. But mm-hmm. apart from that, like that was a bit of artistic license. But my mum would be the first person to say to you that she was a battle act when we were growing up, and okay. um, you know she's been married and divorced four times. So there's quite a lot of stuff to you know, pull inspiration from, especially in country yeah. songs, that divorce worked really well. Um, <laughs> but, you know, stuff like Run, like everyone's like, oh, is that a personal song? I was like, well, no, it's not, because I literally wrote that whilst watching um, American Horror Stories Apocalypse. <laughs> and Good I was series. like, yeah. I just wanted something dark, and I wanted something, like, that tells a story that could, you know, eventually, you know, talk about sync deals. What would you like your songs played on? And mine's like American Horror Story or, or things yeah. like, you know, Sabrina, the terrifying adventures of whatever it is. <laughs> um, so that's like, that was where that one came from. And it, some of them, If She's Still Here was a really personal one. Yeah. And that was from uh, a relationship a couple of years ago. He'd been married before and he was going through a divorce. And uh, yeah, I woke up screaming her name in the middle of the night and Ooh. just before Christmas. And it was, it was the most awkward. Wow. And then he burst, burst out wow. crying. I was like, oh, wow, this wow. is... The, is this why yeah. murder comes? Is this why murder segues from Christmas? Yeah, is it, yeah, that's, that, that's the birth of a murder ballad right there. <laughs> Get your drinking out the way. Shit's about to go real. So, that, yeah. So sometimes it's like, yeah, that there are those moments, but you know, I had to because it only was released in January this year. Everyone's like, oh god, that, that's not about your other half. He's like, no, not the current one. Thankfully, he's never shouted out his ex-wife's name at any point. So. Um, <laughs> Yet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I quite like her, so you know, <laughs> She's, oh. we're all fine. <laughs> so, <I don't> <laughs> so yeah, that was that was the not a highlight back in what 2017. I think that was when that happened. But I think I'd started the song, and it was called "Perfect Stranger" because it was it was always about that, you know, being the new woman, and it was it was their old house. Um, and everything was theirs, sort of thing. And uh, you know, when I got into the current relationship and I kind of had the same sort of feeling at the start I was like I think that's because it was a bad experience before and he was like you need to calm down <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he's like nothing of hers is still here I know it was our house but it's not hers anymore <laughs> um, I was like okay I know so and then it kind of finished off the song because he was starting to sort of work through my issues that I had from that previous relationship and he was like well it doesn't work like that all the time so the if she's still here sort of came from that. So the rest, uh, I, not so much. <laughs> I was going to say, what? So what? What is your kind of recording process? You literally just sit there and, well, obviously, you've said you've just you've rec- you've, like, you've written a song underneath the bed covers after a gig, or and like, what's your? What, do, you, do you think of something first and something just pops into your head and you think, oh, there's a lyric there, and then do you write the chords after that, or do you strum away and play a song and get a chord progression and think oh, I'm just going to write a, something around that, or what? what what's your process? Um, sometimes, it, well, before, my best time like was driving back from a gig late at night, you know, from Skegness, it's two and a half hours back to Chesterfield. Oh, good old Skeg Vegas. So <laughs> yeah, baby. It's either, it's either Radio 2 with, I don't know, Craig Charles's house party into whatever dance show happens next, which isn't my favourite genre of music at all. So, or Radio 4, or I just sat and just, like, hummed away. But most of the time, I'm, I have a piano in my teacher's studio at home, and I sit there, or with the guitar, or... I'll come in, like, I thought, I, I honestly thought, right, before I came to Stu's a couple of weeks ago, that I had a full EP ready to go songs. <laughs> Turns out I didn't. None of them. <laughs> none, of, <laughs> no, none of them passed Stuart's tests. Oh. Wizard they're, all very, they're all very similar. On it, yeah. They're all very similar. And yeah. uh, very yeah, similar to the last two that were released as well. I think I was, get, I was trying to get away from the last two that were released because they were never, you know, on the radar initially, and then they were released and now, you know, can't release another ballad anytime soon, can't release this, blah, blah, blah. We've been talking today about, because we, <laughs> we sort of put down the majority of a track a couple of weeks ago, didn't mm. we? Um, need to vocally and then need to finish it. But uh, 
and it's quite that's very that's the murder song that's the that's dark, dark as anything that is uh, I'm looking forward to that um but so yeah when i put it out on twitter that's the one thing that gets a response like if you say murder ballad everyone's like oh, i really want to hear it really want to hear it if i say christmas song everyone's like <laughs> Mate, I'm all about I'm all about the doom and gloom, mate. I don't, don't, don't you know what I mean? give, give me the doom and gloom. We came in, we came in today. We we sat down and I said, um, I said right. I think I I like the song, but I think it's more of a filler than something we, as a single to go out sort of thing that that would do really well. So I said, I want to come up with something that we can put out as like a something that's really catchy, got a really good hook in it that is just going to go straight to number one, hopefully. Rather, like, Thrill. I mean, when we when you first, we first did Thrill, we just sat there, wasn't it? We, we sat there. For, sat there in pieces because I wasn't keen on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> just goes to show, doesn't it? It's that hard. Like, going to number three it went into, didn't it? Got to number, went straight in at number Went straight three. in at number yeah. three, and I was yeah, like, what? Three. And then when it got to number one, I was like, eh? What? <laughs> I wasn't, this song wasn't ever going to be released, and it was only released because... It was pretty much, we had three songs maybe that we could have redeemed in lockdown without having to come into the studio that had been vocalised and that just needed maybe some instrumentation around them and mastering. And that was one of them. And we're like, right, we'll go with that one. <laughs> but yeah, so I wanted to, I, I said to Biddy today, I said, play me everything that you've got. She's got most of her songs recorded, like uh, singing on like her memos. phone or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I said, just play me everything that you've got from start to finish. And actually we found a song that I'd started writing, that I'd sent her a, a track, backing track to her and said, look, just put some vocals on it. Years ago again. Um, and it, we get to, I get to a point where I go, I'll, I'll send her stuff like that. When I say it to her, and she said, oh, no, you didn't like it, what I did. And I went, oh, all right. And then actually, uh, and this is the same with Change It. When we did Change It, when you first brought it to me, I went, I don't like that. And then when we were looking for other stuff to go on, I went, she said, well, there's this one. And I went, oh, I quite like that. <laughs> so what I've learned is now that anything I do like, I'm just going to bring back in about a year or so and like yeah. say, like, this is a new song. I think <laughs> just give them time to forget about it. Yeah, for, for me, it's... It, well, men have that ability, don't they? Like, you know, yeah. we, well, you yeah. know, we try and make it think like it's your idea. If yeah. I, if yeah. And it works. If I know Billy's coming in, I'm, I'm sort of thinking, right, well, what can we do? Before she gets there, I'm thinking, well, what can we do? What can we create? I've got ideas in my head of something that I think would work. And then Biddy comes in with loads of different stuff and I'm sat there going, right, okay, what can I do with that? Uh, I don't like any of that. What can <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty uh, much what happened. Um, so, but, and I'm sure there'll be stuff that we come back to. It's probably even stuff that we started recording for the EP that we might even look at at yeah. some point and go, do you know what, actually... Might fit I, now. Yeah. So, but <laughs> that's it's always good to have other, other stuff there. But so today when she came in, I thought I was thinking I want to do something that is it's a bit it's a bit poppier this one in it the, the one that uh, not the not uh, the Christmas one. No, I know. Yeah, the, it's a bit poppier. The drinking to, song. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to do a lot of work on that yeah. from where it is now. But um, that I, might be the single. That try, might be the next single. Try Obviously and make it. Christmas. We need to try and make it sort of fit the other stuff <laughs> as well because the other stuff is fairly dark, really. Pop thrill, thrill, pop poppy thrill. one. But uh, I don't see pop. That's the thing. It's like like the whole. No, <laughs> never wanted to do pop, but it's like oh, here we are. <laughs> but I enjoy doing it as well because it it gives me. I try, I'm always trying to think of other things that I could put in it, or you know, sort of add a bit of a modern twist to it. Mm. You know. At least on the Christmas song, though, I'm getting Christmas bells. We've compromised on that. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to. You can't do a Christmas song. I know, exactly. Can, I was like, and he was like, That's on the, the phone law. to the, the other artist involved, he was like, I suppose I'm going to have to add bells to this song, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, yes, you are. It's a, it's a legal <laughs> requirement before you can release it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't call it a Christmas song unless you've got a slight jingle in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you can just bring it out every year. There you go, like Mariah does. Well, that's uh, oh god! Don't don't want... even say a name. You know what? Do you know don't, what? I can't, <laughs> I, I can't do it. I um, Mariah Carey did a did an interview with with Radio Two, I think, a couple of weeks back, and it was so good to listen to because she did not want to do any of the shit that was released. She was right. like, "Well, I wrote this and I wrote that," and she said, and the label just you know she actually ended up suing the label because she mm. wasn't doing what she wanted to do. Oh. Like you know, um, the the sound she wanted to do was um. 
we belong together and that sort of stuff. She did not want to do Hero or Butterfly or anything like that. But she was like, and that's the direction that they forced me down. Yes, yes, I made loads of money off it, but uh, that's not. She was there. She was like, like, I didn't have a choice. And look at Glitterball. That wasn't my idea. (laughs) It just goes to show like labels completely fucking take over everything. Yeah. Yeah. And she said because she was in an ironclad contract that, you know, she would have no no input. And I was like, oh, it kind of felt bad for her. Not, you know, she's obviously done quite well, but. Another perfect example (laughs) was Pink. Look Look at Pink in the late 90s when she first came out Misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, to the stuff that she's doing now or that has been doing in the past 10 years you know, that's a perfect example again but, uh, Beyonce as well maybe. Know, since she's been independent then what's your name is that alright yeah absolutely yeah. she wouldn't get through my uh, X Factor judging panel though. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get through the McGrew test <laughs> no <laughs> But no, no, I'm, li- I'm, like listening, I'm listening to Mariah's stuff now in a whole new light. Not that I ever actually listened to her stuff in a... But I probably will in a new light now. I'm like, she hated this song, so... But, and <laughs> she wrote... Uh, what most people don't know is that she wrote every single song as well. They're all her works. So usually you would assume not. Yeah, exactly. But she, she, she wrote them all from it. the early 90s, and mm. it's all her. So that's why she's made a load of money, but... Mm. <laughs> it's not one of those cases though, where they say, well, they wrote it, but then there's like a team of 20 songwriters <laughs> who molded one tiny idea into the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Really take credit for that. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get that. How can you have a, a track that's like three or four minutes long and has got like 20 writers on it? What have they done? Written a note each or something? <laughs> yeah, one line each. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Obviously, like somebody's gone in, brought their mate in with them. They've been just sat in the corner. Well, you can have a writing credit because you're <laughs> sat there. You know, it doesn't really make Brought sense, does it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, just put everyone down who was in the studio at the time. Like, you know, you've all got writing credit. There you go. <laughs> Except for life. <laughs> oh, so how, how long were you gigging, like, your own material before, obviously, all of this stopped? So, obviously, it came out in January, didn't it? Big Fat Zero. We were going to start in March. Really? Yeah, they we've were lined done, up in March. We've done one band rehearsal, haven't we? Yeah, one really? band rehearsal. So this, yeah. so this has all actually been a studio project to date, yeah. so far. Oh, yeah, it's, it's kind of mad to think of it like that, because you usually do it the other way around. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see what you mean now when you say it was kind of in pieces together. Yeah, you know, yeah, so we were going out with the band and everything. in March and April. We had a couple of gigs lined up as a trio with mm-hmm. me, Stu, and David. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I wanted to get the band together because, you know, looking towards next year or the year after. I mean, next year's a pipe dream to get on any festivals because anyone who's going to be playing this year is going to play next year. So mm-hmm. you're kind of looking ahead and going to the promoters, right, okay, get this. You know, <laughs> you can't even get a live gig footage, so it's going to be like in a studio getting some live footage down with the band, and that's going to mm-hmm. be your promo. for. Yeah. And again, that'll be extra content just to release one at a time, maybe. I don't, yeah. I don't know such a weird situation to be well, in <laughs> definitely wish you the best of luck we're getting that on the road because i'd love to see the live versions of that because i love oh, the ep i think it's yeah. absolutely fabulous it's, it's it was great. great it felt great didn't it oh it did to me anyway, yeah and everyone it was like there everyone like the musicians you know they're from what peterborough wigan leeds wakefield sheffield so it was kind of like a <laughs> it was nice to get a group of decent musicians together and just be like hammer through it but when we get to do that again, who knows? I think we're going to have another rehearsal in mid-November and then see It was nice happens. to play with people that, uh, you know, actually learn the stuff before you go in and rehearse it as a band. You learn it individually yeah. mm. instead of going... Get the homework, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 We were conscious that we were like, we kind of want people in the band to also be session musicians. They mm. can then, you know, if they're in the country scene, they can then go play for someone else in the country scene or whatever. We're not tied into the band, but... Yeah. Um, and it was great. First, <laughs> even the first yeah. couple of run-throughs f- felt great and sounded yeah. great as well, didn't they? So, yeah. But, oh, that's uh, good. That's good. I, I, honestly, I can't, I can't wait for the. I can't wait for it to, to start bringing new stuff out and just hoping, hoping, keeping everything crossed, man. That this, yeah. this, 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 this bitch-ass Rona to get to fucking Bitch-ass Rona. <laughs> bitch-ass Rona, mate. Individually, then, what's your what's your favourite song song off the? My the my favourite song is well all, out of all the all the all the, the tracks that have been yeah. put out. I think my mine is uh, Run. For what reason? 
Uh, I don't know. We just I, I like I like the sentiment behind it. I like the, it, it's it's got like a it, it hits home a little bit on my side of things. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy Run. Yeah. Um, uh, well, mine would be Raising Hell. Uh, again, it's there's a bit of a personal level to it, but I just I, I love. Um, do you know what it is? It almost sounds like the music is sort of going through the process. So you know when you have an emotional process where you start mm. off sort of angry, then sad, and then you kind of you know you, you do the whole rebellion thing. I can actually hear it in the track. So. Mm. I really enjoy that one, so I definitely say that one. <laughs> it's, 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 well, it's just interesting <laughs> to hear what other people's takes on it. I mean, mm. Raising Hell, when I started doing it, I thought about um, Black Horse and the Cherry Tree, basically. You know, See, that, that sort might of be it as Katie well. Yeah. 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 yeah, there's a bit of a vibe in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. For me, it's, it's got to be Let the Music Play, because I am a musician as well, and I, I, I do not. Just the lyrics and that, and... I don't know, just the sentiment behind it as well, with the charity as well. I, I did actually do well off a little bit when I heard that. So Aww. for me, it's definitely that, because I think that speaks for all the musicians just yeah. dying to get back to work. To be honest, they're all fucking... Ch change it's a banger. They're amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? There, there's, some, there's some really fucking good ones on there. It's hard to put, to put your name down for a favourite. Yeah. I like change it. Change is a good one. But I, honestly, I think they're fucking great. And I've, I've, you, you, you're well-deserved of... Uh, of your number one success, and I'm I'm hoping Absolutely. that once this all that once this all all this bullshit's over, that you can get out and start fucking touring it. And yeah, I mean, but you know what? Like touring's interesting because you know the, I look at Spotify stats weekly, and <laughs> we are it have to be America because the majority of the listeners are in America, which is no surprise. It's fine by me. Um, <laughs> but, <it's> like, <laughs> but the the amount of them, and then the next like biggest, and I, I'm saying big, you're talking a couple of hundred listeners are in Germany, and I'm like, what? <laughs> But then, uh, you know, Germany do like it a bit heavier, and they do. Mm. Yeah, the, so, alter the alternative side of things. They do, yeah. Mm. Whereas here, it's you know a bit. They prefer the PC and the Radio Six, but. Um, it's interesting because uh, I I recorded a ver years ago, 2016, I think it was. I recorded a version of Small Town Boy by Bronski Beat. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. But I did it. In I was sort of into look like Lacuna Coil and um, Within Temptation and stuff sort of then as well. So. I sort of did it in that sort of style, um, yeah. and it's still on on uh, iTunes and Spotify. That now. I was, I, it's funny. I was listening to it earlier. Oh, were you? I was actually. Yeah. Oh dear. Somebody did the homework. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, did, I did listen to it. It's, it's all right. It's, yeah, I don't mind it. I it's, like it. I, I really like this. I've liked the song for ages, and I just thought, do you know what? Obviously, Lacuna Coil did um, uh, enjoy the silence. No. So yeah. I wanted to do something in that sort of sort of vein, and actually the keyboard player from from my band or the, that we do the Soquire stuff with, uh, Nick, he um, he's friends with Rude from Within Temptation, which is really well, interesting. Well, that explains a lot oh. because Within Temptation followed me, and I was really surprised when they started really? following me on Twitter. And I was like, because when I was yeah. fifteen, sixteen, I was a massive Within Temptation yeah. fan. Amazing. Yeah. We, uh, we, we were going to go out go out there and uh, and stay with Rude for a little bit, but we we didn't manage to do it. But Let's um, do it. Well, there I you go. We've got a plan. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know any of this. Yeah. I was like, let's do that. We've got a bump Good with you know within temptation. Yay, yeah, man. cool. There we go. It was just. It was just as they were getting really, really big as well. Obviously, they were big in in Holland, but they were just starting to take over globally <laughs> as well. But yeah, so I, I, you know, going back to the small town boy. Basically, that's. I, I look at the Spotify stats and stuff on that, and it, it's not a lot. I, you know, I've never promoted it or anything. I just did it and thought, well, I'll just stick it out there and see what happens. But it's literally played all over the world. Mm, Some of the countries, yeah. I'm like, what? I've never even heard of that place. We had this We had this last <laughs> week when we looked at our stats. We had a couple of listeners in Russia, I think. I like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know any Russians? No, I don't know any Russians. <laughs> it, it's insane, isn't it? That's yeah. uh, the, the wonderful thing about the internet, isn't it? You can just mm. go anywhere, really, with your music and mm. appeal to everybody. Yeah, you know, incredible. It's so yeah, great. no, it won't be turning the UK. It'd be Germany and you know Alaska, apparently. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, uh, a story for you. We actually again with the with the so choir thing that we do. We had um, we did a version of times like these um, yep. a few years ago, maybe four, three, four years ago. Um, I play it slightly wrong, which is annoying, but uh, nobody notices apart from me. And Dave Grohl, if you ever watched it, he'd be like, what's he doing? Anyway, <laughs> uh, 
there was a guy on there, an American guy, who um, basically contacted us. It's on YouTube, but he contacted us and said, um, I really love this song. It's got a lot of sentimental value for me. I've just lost a partner sort of thing, and, mm. and it's all to do with that. And, and Nick replied to him and said, well, actually, we're just about to do like a lockdown video of it, you know, get everyone to film themselves singing it and, mm. and that. And we did that. He said, it would be great if you could be part of it. And he went, I'd love to. So there's like this American guy who's never heard of us in the, in the, uh, the new video. Oh, so, wow. uh, but that, that's what, what I'm trying to say is that's the, the beauty about the internet and mm. YouTube yeah. and, and all that. You mm. can just put anything out. And connect so, so many different people. Yeah. There's so many people that have seen it. I mean, the, the original times, like with these video that we've done now, uh, that we did, is now had like 24,000 views or something, which is pretty good for us. <laughs> that's brilliant. So, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's right. brilliant stuff. Right, guys, I'm, I, unfortunately, I've, I could talk to you guys all fucking night, but unfortunately, I've got to try and wrap this up and try and keep it around the hour mark. because. Uh, yeah, I just noticed we're over that. I've got, <laughs> an hour. I've got an hour's drive home as well, so I'm going to be home quite late. Oh, gutted. <laughs> So, yeah, I really appreciate you guys coming on and having a chat with us. It's absolutely brilliant. We're loving the stuff that you're putting out. How can, um, how, is there anything that you want to plug or put you out there that can help? So, I'll get my words out in a minute. teeth back in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, can, um, that, that people can help support you and stuff like that. Or is there any, like, booking places that can... Websites. Uh, I yeah, mean, websites. No, just, just, I mean, I'm quite lucky that I've got a unique name. So that they, even if they put in Biddy Music or whatever now onto Google, even Biddy does bring bring up the music page pretty much yep. straight away. So, um, yeah, just search for us. <laughs> give it a Google. Yeah, give it yeah, a Google. Give it a, give yeah, it a Google. it's really nice to have a you know a strange name. What about no, you? That's it. That's it, isn't it? Good. So, what about you, Stu? You got anything going on that you want to you want to shout out? Uh, not really. We do have a pop <laughs> single coming out actually. I'm I'm not singing. Obviously, I'm not singing on this pop single, but myself and David and Stu have written it and produced it for another artist, and that comes out on the 13th of November. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that one. <laughs> when's that? When's that coming out? 13th of November. Right. 13th yeah. of November. You got a name for that, or you got? Yeah, the, the it's called? called. It's called. It's okay, and it's by a lass called Chelsea Radford. Chelsea, Chelsea Redford. Redford. Right, okay, there we so go. Look out for that, it's very, definitely. very, very different to what you've heard from us. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I look forward to hearing it. Yeah. Right, guys, yeah. thank you very much for joining us. Really thank appreciate you. it, guys. I hope, you, uh, hope everything um, goes upwards for you guys because you, you <laughs> generally deserve it. So, uh, yeah, thanks Absolutely. for talking to us. And uh, no doubt we'll be in touch and keep, you, keep posted on what you're going to be doing. We'll try. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> so amazing. Right. Anyway, cheers, guys. Thanks a lot. From me, uh, from me, Saban, and the rest of the guys to turn it up. Uh, go check out Biddy. Um, and you will not be disappointed. And we'll all speak to you soon. Peace. See you later. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> See you later.